Texas Football Today is a production of Dave Campbell's Texas Football and TexasFootball.com. If you like the show, help us make it. Consider becoming a Texas Football Insider, our subscription package at TexasFootball.com slash insider. Besides helping to make shows like this possible, you'll also get two magazines, including our legendary summer edition and a year of access to exclusive content on TexasFootball.com. That includes stuff like premium podcasts, our archives. We've got all 60 years of the magazine digitized, recruiting analysis, and must-see insights from the Dave Campbell's Texas football crew. If all of that sounds good to you, consider becoming a Dave Campbell's Texas football insider at texasfootball.com slash insider. That's texasfootball.com slash insider. And thanks for listening. The Texas Football Today podcast is brought to you by Chocolate Milk, built by nature. Make sure you catch Texas Football Today live weekdays at noon on TexasFootball.com and on Facebook. And if you like the show, subscribe on the podcast vendor of your choice. Give us a positive rating and tell a friend. Yes, yes, y'all. From the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Mothership here in beautiful Louisville, Texas. It is Texas Football Today, a show on the internet. My name is Ashley Pickle. I'm the video director for Dave Campbell's Texas Football, a magazine, and texasfootball.com, a corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Whether you're watching us on texasfootball.com, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, or or listening to us on the podcast version, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice. Thank you for doing your part to support your local mediocre internet show. I am sitting here, sitting over there at the helm. She's the lady in control of this entire ship. It is Mallory Hartley. Malpal, how are you? Doing well. Do you feel confident in putting me in in charge of this entire ship? Because I... I don't know. I don't think Tepper would, but I I feel good that you do. If it's not you, it's me. So yeah, I feel totally confident in you because if not, I'm having to sit there and do it. So like, yeah, no, Uh, I feel more confident with you over there. We're, we're running this thing darn stinking well, if I can say so myself, everyone in the comments probably like boo these two. (laughs) Get her out of here. Today is Wednesday, January 5th, 323 days until Thanksgiving. January 5th, the birthday, and we were talking about movies earlier, the birthday of Bradley Cooper. Ooh, good one. Good the, birthday. The star, the star movie, I can't think of it right now. Born is a star, Star is Born. Oh, yeah, a Star is Born. Fantastic in that. I love that guy. Yes, with the Lady Gaga song. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that Look one. Look at us, movie reviewers <laughs> over here. Welcome to your movie review podcast. We got to bring that back, the movie thing on Friday. We, we got to bring that back. We That's should. fun. Yeah, that was a, we did a monthly movie review. Anyway, yeah, here, here's us producing on the fly here. Uh, Bradley Cooper turning 46. Happy birthday, Mr. Cooper. This is episode 1307. And on today's show, my friends, it's the day that everyone waits for. Greg Powers from Next Level athlete joins us for this weekend recruiting it is pre-recorded powers had to come in earlier so we will roll that and then in the back half of the show we did some of these last off season that you might remember well they're back again we're doing our qb1 series this one presented by go route where we talk tepper actually before he decided to have said child and abandon us for eternity and go back to his home planet um 
we he caught up with some coaches and their quarterbacks to talk about uh you know they use their go route schools they use their technology and just kind of how that shapes the mindset and how it helps them on the field this is something that as like a person who loves x's and o's i think these are like the most interesting things in the world oh yeah to, like, i go we, inside the mind of a quarterback yeah you know? we did i think we did about five of these this year mm-hmm. and i was the one who edited them and i actually i loved watching them because it's super interesting to get inside the mind of of how it is and it's cool because you, you get the coach and the and his quarterback yeah. on there. So it's cool to see the contrast between the two. Two, exactly. Yeah. yeah, it's not just like the person that's telling him what to do all the time. And it's like, oh, well, here's what I tell my quarterback to do. you yeah. got to get both things. So anyway, super interesting uh, interview. This one will be with uh, Coach Brad LaPlante and the Hutto Hippos quarterback, uh, William Hammond, from last season. Mm-hmm. So um, we are super excited to roll that out. But uh, before we get to all of that, just explain explosive levels of fun. Malpal, do we have first four through the door? We sure do. It was Aaron, uh, Daniel Agnew, Aaron Arbuckle, Rob Hadaway, and some guy named Graham Shank. Graham Shank. I don't know who that is. Uh, that is my boyfriend, by the way. Hi, babe. Oh, how are you? Oh, our D3 superstar rolling. <laughs> Let's go over there in Rhodes College in Memphis. <laughs> Welcome in, friends. Glad everyone got to get a good links out of them there. <laughs> All right, Malpal, earlier today we caught up with our mountain, everyone's favorite, Grev Powers, uh, with this week in recruiting to top some of the top prospects in this heavy, heavy portion of recruiting. We even talk about the All-America Bowl and then everything happened down in San Antonio. So without further ado, what everyone's been waiting for, here is this week in recruiting with Next Level Athletes, Greg Powers. I'm Ashley Pickle, that's Greg Powers, and this is This Week in Cruton. It is this week in recruiting. We are pumped up on a Wednesday afternoon. And why is that? Well, it's, of course, because our favorite segment is brought to us by uh, our good chicken friends at Chicken Express. Chicken Express. It's fresh, and you can taste the difference. Boom. That <laughs> nice. literally needs to be their slogan. Like, if it's not... It is. Okay, good. I was excited to say. I was like, if I feel like that is. That's too good to just come up with off the top of your head. It is this week in recruiting brought to you by our good chicken friends at Chicken Express. We're joined by Next Level Athletes, Greg Powers. How are you, Powers? Great. Uh, man, it's like peak football season still for recruiting. We had the Under Armour All-America game last week. We have the All-American Bowl coming up and setting the table for, you know, to put a nice bow on the class of 2022 with National Signing Day in February. How much do you look forward to these weeks of the year where it's kind of like you've seen everything that they can do on the field, but now they have a chance to kind of go and showcase their individual skills in these bowl games? It's a lot different than it used to be. The early signing period has changed so much with not only an evalu- from an evaluation standpoint because your rankings kind of have to be buttoned up before then. It used to be like two huge weeks where – you put the best players on the field with the other best players and really decide who is the best of the best or, you know, who who are the best prospects side by side in comparison. Um, but I think that they take a much more laid back approach now, kind of like a bowl yep. game um, for some top teams like uh, that were in the college football playoff hunt that then didn't make the college football playoff. Right. I think that's kind of how it is for recruits now. And especially this year is as a whole new era with the – you know, name, image, and likeness deals in effect, you really can't afford to take a chance to get hurt 
this late in the game, you know, especially right. if you're an early enrollee, you're playing in that game and then you're going on to college and there's some big money deals on the table kind of changes the atmosphere a little bit as it relates to how hard these players are going to go. So now I think it's smart to take the approach of saying, well, these are some of the best players in the country, but I'm not going to determine their ranking based upon a bowl game that they're not going to be really that serious about maybe right so it's almost I feel like that's almost even more fun because you can get your stuff out of the way and then genuinely enjoy the play on the field rather than be sweating of going oh my god where am I going to rank this kid you know it's kind of like that's already behind you a little bit well and I'll give some plug to the San Antonio sports all-star game that happens after the all-american bowl um, this weekend on Mm -hmm. Saturday inside the Alamo Dome I love that game because it brings the best players in San Antonio together on one field. And every time I've attended it, the atmosphere has been great because you have a big part of the crowd that stays after the All-American Bowl. And it's a real football game with real football rules. Mm -hmm. And everybody plays extremely hard. And to me, that's a lot of fun. I've really enjoyed covering that game in recent years just because of the effort that all the players put forth and it's been a really close and good competitive game almost every single year so that's a that's a fun game if you're a texas high school football fan in san antonio then you should buy a ticket and go out and watch both games on saturday never too much football around these parts all right let's go ahead and get into it this week in recruiting we'll start off with our prospect on the rise this one a 2024 cornerback out of Denton Geyer, Eli Bowen, and you might recognize that name because his brother Peyton Bowen uh, committed to Notre Dame this week. Eli is the younger brother, a sophomore, and um, he had quite the season for Denton Geyer to lead them to that state championship game. He is always around the football, and it seems like every time that you know that you're going out to watch Denton Geyer, Eli Bowen is making a big play. As a matter of fact, he had 10 interceptions. He housed three of them after that. So he's like a ball hawk. He's always around the football. Um, 5'9", 165. He has great technique. He's able to hang in a receiver's hip pocket. And that allows him to be in the position to make these type of plays. If a quarterback makes a little bit of a mistake, Bowen is going to take advantage of it. So far, he has two early offers, one from Colorado and one from LSU. But this is a guy who I'm really keeping an eye on throughout the spring evaluation period because of his skill set. His brother, who's committed to Notre Dame, is a four-star in the class of 2023. One of, if not the top safety in Texas high school football. I think this is a guy who's really going to blow up. He's probably going to end up being a 15-offer, 25-offer type of kid by the time it's all said and done. And I'm sure that there are going to be a lot of people who are not only going to recruit Peyton uh, throughout the course of this season, the next year, but they're also going to be recruiting Eli trying to get a two-for-one deal. Oh, absolutely. And it's one of those things, too. I mean, 10 interceptions at a sophomore, spectacular. But then you always wonder with the little brothers if, like, they tend to – not always, but I feel like they tend to be, chip. yeah, a little bit better because one, they're trying to outplay older brother, and then two, they grew up being right there and being able to watch older brother do that. So they kind of, you know, you learn the mistakes early. <laughs> Notre Dame, offer the brother. <laughs> <laughs> get a get a little twofer there on the Bowen brothers again. That was our prospect on the rise. Ditton Geyer, twenty twenty four cornerback, twenty twenty four. My it's lord, crazy, isn't it? Twenty twenty four cornerback Eli. Bowen. Now up next, let's head over to our commit of the week. This one, we talked about him a little bit earlier this week because it needed to go in our headlines, obviously, yeah. but you have the the way better insight here. 
Cypress Park outside linebacker Harold Perkins announced his commitment to Texas A&M at that Under Armour All-America Bowl that we were talking about earlier. Um, a DCTF four-star, number one outside linebacker in the state. This was one of those that you put out the article of like the seven top prospects we were right. waiting to still sign. What a pickup to add to that number one recruiting class by Texas A&M. And he is like the perfect new age style linebacker. As mm -hmm. a matter of fact, he flipped over and played a lot of running back this year, so it was a two way standout at Cypress Park. Um, but he, six foot two, two hundred pounds. Six foot one, two hundred pounds, right in that range. He's a very athletic linebacker who will lay the wood, but also has the ability to hang tight in coverage and play multiple roles. Uh, you know, at that second level in a defense. I really like this pickup for Texas A&M. As a matter of fact, we'll see how this plays out. And I'm not saying that I was – I'm. let's say it like this. There's a good chance I could be wrong. Do you ever – I don't like to say that. It just sounds <laughs> – It doesn't feel good coming off the tongue right there. <laughs> he's a five, I think he's a five-star or consensus five-star like on all the other recruiting sites. If uh -huh. you're a DCTF five-star, you're ranked within the top five. That's how – that's our criteria for being a five-star Harold Perkins is number six. And this has been like a constant debate debate I've had with all of my recruiting buddies on the trail this year. And uh -huh. they're like, Greg, you're missing the game on Harold Perkins. And I'm like, well, I mean, I love Harold Perkins, but there's only five, five stars. Five stars. What can yeah. I do? <laughs> all the other guys are really good too. So it's one of these cases where um, I hope that I don't look back on it and say, man, Greg, everybody told you Harold Perkins should have been a five-star and you just were, you just didn't move him up high enough to make it happen. Um, but with all that being said, he has five-star talent. Oh, yeah, you know? absolutely. Well, and it's funny to watch this huddle film because, like you said, we, we know him as the outside linebacker, the star, the number one, and all of them has been his running back plays. And he looks like a stinking – like he's been doing that forever. Yeah, you know, he, I mean, look right there. Even the hands on the catch. Like, this guy is insane just athletically. He is a beast, and I have to point out that – with the commitment of Harold Perkins, it looks like that Texas A&M has a chance to end up signing when the dust settles and the ink dries on, you know, the final national signing day, what could be the number one recruiting class of all time in the history of they the internet recruiting They have six five-stars, don't they? Yeah, well, and they also have seven out of the top ten high school prospects in the DCTF top ten. Goodness so gracious. it is a monster class from Whew. they've got everyone from six through 10 is going to Texas A&M and then <laughs> <laughs> a couple more to boot. So, I mean, what they've done on the recruiting trail this year is pretty sick. And I think that it's setting the table uh, for a huge run there in the SEC. And what better timing with the SEC expansion coming. Mm -hmm. And when that happens, they're going to have these guys up front on the defensive line because outside of the state, they signed the no – the number one defensive lineman in the country and another five-star from Florida. So, I mean, they really have reloaded in the trenches. And then around that, they've put guys like Harold Perkins and Connor Wigman and Cam Dewberry and Bryce Anderson. Or, you know what I mean? Like the That list, list just is just insane. Evans, oh, Evan Stewart. Stewart. Yeah. How could you forget? <laughs> so, I mean, Texas A&M's recruiting class is pretty sick. What? Yeah, something. Jimbo Fisher's got something, something down there in the water in College Station that's getting all those top recruits. So again, that was our underclassmen. No, 
scratch that. That was our commit of the week. Cypress Park outside linebacker Harold Perkins commits at the All-American Bowl. There, this is this week in recruiting. We're talking with next-level athletes. Greg Powers, get involved in the conversation. Hashtag TF today. Let's matriculate on to our underclassman of the week. This one, 2023 wide receiver out of Fort Bend, Marshall, Jacoby Banks. And how about this? I got to give Mal Pal some credit here because yesterday we, uh, we did a little bowl recap talking about the bowl games and obviously Houston getting a huge win over Auburn and she was like man you know they're heading into the big 12 this has got to create some momentum going down there and taking down an SEC opponent well there you go Jacoby Banks a prime example there he picks Houston over Texas A&M Marshall and Pittsburgh the Cougs they're cooking too yeah and I really like what they did in their 2022 recruiting class they have only signed 10 players in that class but some names that you know kind of top the list are Matthew Golden a one-time TCU commit, Demetrius Hunter, a one-time Oklahoma commit, C.J. Nelson, a one-time TCU commit, and Traylon Payne, who's one of the top linebackers in the state of Texas, um, from Converse Judson. So they really did a good job not only getting good high school talent, but I think that they'll be a heavy factor in the transfer portal as well because you mentioned off the top that they're going to be moving to the Big 12. They have a really strong season this year. Uh, they're Let's throw this in. Their basketball team is really, really good. good yeah. yeah, there's a lot of really good things going on around UH right now. And they've started to get on a little bit of a roll in recruiting. And Jacoby Banks is one of these guys who has the skill set to play, you know, a number of different positions. As a matter of fact, he plays quarterback for Fort Ben Marshall, and he's extremely, extremely athletic. I think that his highest upside once he, you know, settles in at one position in college is going to be wide receiver. And he plays much bigger than his listed attributes. He's listed at 5'10", 170, but even watching these highlights, you can see he just looks a little bit bigger than mm -hmm. that. I don't know that some guys just have that aura about them or the, the ability Confidence to – Confidence almost. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I mean, I, he, does he not look like he's six foot, yeah. six foot one just watching the highlights? That's how he plays. He plays bigger. And he has a little bit of burst of speed that I think that really makes him special. Once he gets a little bit of a crease, he's able to take advantage slot wide receiver, get him some touches, get him some holes, and I think he's going to make big plays in the Dana Holgerson offense. He's got some really long strides. That might be what makes him yeah. look like his length is extended a little bit I agree with there. you. I mean, he's just long for a 5'10 mm -hmm. guy. All right, that is our underclassman of the week, Fort Ben Marshall wide receiver Jacoby Banks committed to Houston. Stay at home down there in H-Town. Hold it down. Finally, let's talk about our recruit of the week. This one, a 2022 cornerback out of those South Oak Cliff Golden Bears. How about that for a state championship? Kyron Chambers, you might have seen him there. He uh, he is a DCTF three-star rated the 96 prospect in the DCTF Hot 100. He's committed to TCU, and this is just – me being transparent and not knowing, was he committed there in the Gary Patterson era, or is this a classic Rashad Samples coming in and knowing that local DFW talent? It is. It's uh, After the coaching change, Kyron Chambers was committed to Arizona, and he <laughs> made the switch to TCU after the coaching change there. Credit to Paul Gonzalez as well, who had a heavy factor in that recruitment. Chambers is one of these guys who really flourished after making a move from running back to the defensive secondary um, you know, I think he played running back his junior year, tra flipped over and completely kind of played defense this year. I think he got some touches on offense, but um, his home's going to be in the defensive secondary in college. He played a lot of safety for South Oak Cliff, and he's a guy who uh, has the speed to close quickly, make big plays, and has kind of a nose for the football as well. That, that secondary at Sock is flat out spectacular. Mm -hmm. And all but Chambers, I think, are coming back 
next season. Uh, but he was kind of one of the leaders of that group. You know, his senior leadership was apparent in the state championship run. Um, TCU saw what they obviously loved in his game, extended him a scholarship offer. He committed. I think he has the skills to play corner. I think I like him there. And oh, wow. they have yeah, they have two great corners there at Sock in 2023 prospects, Javon Thomas and Malik Muhammad, who mm-hmm. do man the island for them. But as he translates his game into college, I think that he has the skill set to play corner, and I like his ability also at safety. So he's a versatile prospect in the defensive secondary who can play multiple positions. He could probably even play nickelback if you needed him to play there. Uh, He's not afraid to come down into the box and make a tackle. And these are all the reasons why the All-American Bowl added him to the roster this week. Oh, absolutely. They had some guys who tested positive for COVID, uh, weren't able to be able to play in the game, and that opened up an opportunity for Kyron Chambers. And he's going to take advantage of it, and I think he's a guy who might catch some national attention if he can make a big play in the game. You mentioned him possibly being able to to handle his own at corner there. Do you think that him transitioning over from the running back position really helped with that? Because that's a big part of playing corner is needing to be able to be quick on your feet. Well, and that that actually – now that you say that plays a heavy factor in why I think he can play corner because reviewing his running back tape showed that he had the change of direction that I Mm -hmm. think is necessary to be able to make that transition a successful one Um, and to me he just is able to get in and out of his break so quickly that's something I think that translates to corner he's six foot 195 so he also has the size that you can throw out there and he can be a guy who can lock down a Nicholas Anderson at OU. You know what I mean? Right. I know OU's going to the SEC. That's going to take a while to get you. <laughs> <laughs> but for word's sake, right. there you go. You go and match up against a 6'3", 6'4", wide receiver, and you're not probably going to worry about him from having a huge size disadvantage. Mm-hmm. And that's what I like about him out there on the island. Someone who, uh, man, that was that was just a Someone bad Someone who you'll setup. never leave on the island. Someone who you'll never leave on the <laughs> island. He is our Greg Powers. Um, you can follow him on Twitter at G Powers Scout. You can follow Next Level Athlete at Next Level D1. Powers, thank you for not only coming in today, but for the uh, the little assist there uh, <laughs> at, at the end. I'm never. I'm probably going to never hear the end of that one. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we will leave him on an island. <laughs> there. Oh, that's me. <laughs> Hi. I was watching, Cut. waiting for finger guns. I did finger guns at the end, which was... I thought I put it in there, but I guess I did not. Troubling that that's like a normal go-to response. Like, I feel like I need to reevaluate my life there a little bit if like one of my first reactions is like... If you want to see the good. finger guns that she did, they were great, by the way. Uh, it'll be on YouTube, YouTube. So we'll put it on the YouTube version. They were so. good finger guns. I they guess we're going to do guns. Finger, finger guns. Like they got to be elite. Go all in. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there he is, Greg Bowers, talking with us uh, for this week in recruiting, taking a look at some of the top prospects in the state. And like he said, this is this is prime recruiting season. And it is cool to see how, I guess, the times have changed a little bit and they can kind of enjoy these camps a little bit more. But obviously, mm-hmm. that San Antonio series is going down this weekend. A lot of our guys, our, our buddies from 24-7, I know, are down there, Gabe Brooks, and and I think Nick Harris is down there. Yeah. But um, I'm sure we'll have a lot of recruiting news coming out very oh, yeah. soon. Because I think National Signing Day is February 15th, I want to say. But Beginning I could of be February. Wrong. Something like that. So I'm sure leading up to that, we'll have a bunch of recruiting news about guys who haven't committed yet or already have. And so just be on the lookout. Yeah, for you kind of get the big one two punch of realignment day and then <sighs> right into National Signing Day, which is obviously way less than what it used to be with the early signing period. Uh-huh. But 
it's still one some guys things. like to wait until then you know oh know. yeah well and especially like going super far in the weeds and we'll get to the next segment in just a second but like when when covid hit too that did kind of put a buffer on this a little bit of a lot of people last year hadn't been able to really go out and do those official visits and see that yeah. and once it finally opened up they needed that extra time to be able to make their decision so that seems right to be heading back into the direction that we were heading in where that's not as much of a factor but some of these big time recruits, I mean, you're taking official visits and you want to go see the best of the best. Right. So maybe was, it is good to be patient. I don't really know why you would rush yeah. unless a lot of kids now trying to get there early and graduate in December and go in January. But if that's not on your academic trek, then there's really no point to commit until then. So right. I was thinking about that the other day. I don't remember who I was looking at, but I was like, I feel like there's just I follow this this account on Twitter and it's called NCAA Transfer Portal. Mm -hmm. And I'm just looking at it. I'm like, I feel like there's a ton of guys. I mean, you'll see a ton of people entering the transfer portal each day. And I'm like, that's got to have some kind of a a role. You know, Mm -hmm. COVID's got to play some kind of a role in that. I mean, I'm sure a lot of guys didn't get the official visits they wanted to last year because of COVID. And they're they're seeing like, oh, maybe I'm not such a good fit for this school. Maybe I want to go somewhere else. But I think that's probably why. Yeah, fifth year of eligibility last year. Threw a lot into it. So anyway, movers and shakers as always greg powers will be there to cover it all for us we are texas football today we're here every weekday at noon talking football in the lone star state we hope you will consider becoming a dave campbell's texas football subscriber at texasfootball.com and look i finally did what i've been saying i was going to do all week we switched it out how about that physical copy most of you who are god that looks good i'm getting hungry Uh, me too Um, most of you who are subscribers should already have this by now but it is our uh 2021 2022 expert breakdown our rising magazine it's a recruiting guide that i mean just has pages and pages on recruits so it's super awesome denver harris on the cover there it's the first time we're showing it so i know a lot of you have it but very very cool it smells like a new magazine which is always great (laughs) uh powers put a lot of work into that so if you haven't become a Dave Campbell's Texas football subscriber and you would like that beautiful magazine mailed directly to you, texasfootball.com slash subscribe to become a Dave Campbell's Texas football subscriber. All right, Malpal, one more thing left on the agenda. A couple weeks back, Tepper did continue our QB1 series by Go Route to uh, take a look at some of the top quarterback prospects in the state, talk with them and their head coaches and see how they use go route and kind of go in the mind of the quarterback. We were talking about it earlier as an X's and O's person. I think this is very, very interesting. In this one, we're going to talk to the head coach of the Hutto Hippos, Coach Brad LaPlante, and his quarterback from last year, William Hammond, as they talk with Tepper on our QB1 series presented by Go Route. We're taking the opportunity to talk with some of our favorite coaches across the state and their quarterbacks in a series called QB1, presented by our friends at Go Route. And today, we are joined by the head coach of the Hutto Hippos, Coach Bradley Plant, and his QB1, uh, Will Hammond. Guys, how are you? Have a great day. Thanks for having us on. Absolutely. Appreciate your time. Um, uh, coach LaPlante, you're a guy who, uh, over the course of your career there at Hutto, and then before you got to Hutto, you've coached some really good quarterbacks. Uh, sure seems like you got another one sitting to your right. Uh, what is it about your QB1, uh, Will Hammond, that, that sets him apart, that makes him special? I've been very fortunate with us been at the junior college level, the high school level, to have a lot of good ones. And, you know, Will's going to stack up by the time his, you know, career ends at Hutto. He'll, he'll stack up very well with, with all those. But it starts with the personality. I mean, you can't be a, uh, a good quarterback or a great one down the road uh, without that personality, leadership, work ethic, you know, just – the love of the game, love of your teammates, wanting to be 
better every single day, take coaching. I mean, the list could go on about all the good things that I could, you know, say about Will, you know, knowing him since middle school and everything has just kept on progressing uh, year by year now. So he's done a great job uh, for himself and for his team. Uh, Will, you know, coach mentions that kind of growth from your perspective, where do you feel like you've grown the most uh, as a quarterback? I think recently, definitely on the mental side, um, just developing with my quarterback coach and him teaching me everything and then learning all my reads and just being able to perform on the field. Uh, you know, coach, uh, we're, we're presented by our friends at GoRoute. I know you've been a guy who has used this, this system uh, for a while. What is it about GoRoute? How does it make your practices more uh, effective and, and efficient? Well, probably the, the biggest three ways we can do it is, number one, for me as a coach, I don't have to go stand in the huddle, hold up cards, see what the play is, tell all eight kids what to do. I can look on my phone, know what play is, and know, okay, this one, this one's going to be tough for the safety. That's how he, how he reacts to, uh, to reading these two routes. You know, just for us as a coaching staff to get ahead is, is huge. The time in between each plays is so minimal. We get so many more plays out uh, during the course of a practice. And then uh, when you're talking about, uh, our student athletes, for them to be able to go line up as, as a Z receiver or a Sam backer or whatever it is and look and know what to do right there without having to jog 15 extra yards there to the huddle, jog back, wait for a, a coach to explain. I mean, those are three huge areas that we've gained an advantage uh, over our competition who might not be using the go route system. Uh, you know, Will, I want to ask you a little bit about, you know, the, the first year as, as a starter, you know, you, you're thrust into the starting role. Uh, it can be pretty fast for a lot of guys up there at the varsity level. What what do you feel like you gained over the course of uh, the season? What do you maybe know now about playing varsity high school football in Texas that you didn't know at, at the beginning of the season? I think gaining, gaining a lot of experience throughout the year and just getting more comfortable with everything, being able to check plays at the line and understand defenses has definitely come a long way in my game. Uh, coach, you know, I, I know you and I have talked about this privately before, but, but about the, the growth in this Hutto program and, and, and the way when you took over this program where, where it was and, and where it is now, what do, you, what do you think is the biggest difference uh, now that you're a veteran coach there uh, with the Hippos? What do you think is the biggest difference between the program that you, you inherited and the program that you've got right now? Well, you know, even taking over for, for Coach Van Meter, you know, a lot of our systems are, are still in place. So it's not like we had to make, you know, a lot of changes. You know, even our position coaches put tweaks on their teaching and their buzzword, no different than I want to put some tweaks on it as a, a program as a whole. But, you know, I think the biggest thing that we are doing and are continuing to do is just have a vertically aligned system from our youth football association to our middle schools all the way up here. So whether it's a coverage or a pass play, whatever it is, all those kids can learn a playbook faster and be uh, more successful. Because let's face it, a confused player is a slow player. So the less confusion we have and keep on getting those kids reps and reps and reps so they can play fast, they can play smart, physical, be tough, uh, we can be more successful. And as we've moved up uh, to 6A, there has to be more of that. And of course we need to, you know, still catch up maybe in the weight room a little bit when you go against the likes of, you know, Temple and, and College Station and Austin Westlake and some of the dimensions uh, that you're lined up against those uh, good football teams, um, being faster, being more physical, be precise with your blocking, be a better tackler, all those things come into play.
Will, you know, you're just a sophomore. I know you've already impressed at, at such a young age. But from your perspective, what's that next step? What What are you going to be working on in the offseason? What are you going to be working on going forward to, to really go from being a, a, a darn good quarterback to uh, an elite one? Definitely leadership and just being able to lead the team and growing my, like, my physical self so I'll be able to take more hits in the games and just be able to, like, thrive in those environments. The Mahato Hippos uh, head coach, Brad LaPlante, and his QB1, Will Hammond. Guys, appreciate your time. Congratulations on a great season, and uh, looking forward to seeing what you guys do down the road. Thanks, Tim. Thank you. Coach LaPlante with the finger gun. Woo! My guy. He, he is cut from the same cloth <laughs> as guy. us, I think. He, he, he knows how to Let's do them right. Let's go. Uh... So there it is, our Go Route, or our QB1 series presented by Go Route. We talked with uh, Coach LaPlante of Hutto and his quarterback, Will Hammond. And uh, that's always, uh, again, always super interesting. And Coach LaPlante's a guy who who absolutely knows his football. Obviously, that sounds oh, yeah. dumb because he's a head football coach. But he even did, uh, he hopped on and did some color commentary for us in the playoffs this season uh -huh. um, on Texan Live. So it's always cool to, he's a guy that you can absolutely pick his brain and he'll be honest and he'll with be, you. He'll tell you. Yeah, you and know? he's a good. He's a very, very good teacher. So it's always, always a pleasure to be able to talk with yeah. him. And obviously, uh, Will's a great kid there, and we're always rooting for his success. So thank you to them for joining us for our QB One series presented by Go Route. I think they just got their stadium finished too. You know, Knock they, they, on they'd, wood, been, yeah. they'd been struggling with getting their stadium done because of COVID, and and because like we had a bunch of rain COVID last year and, rain and stuff. And the but freeze, man, that yeah, just seemed like it, every those poor hippos, man. They <laughs> got pushed back and pushed back. Yeah, and, I mean normal construction stuff too never helps no. but uh yeah hoping I, that's that's looking like i'm sure it'll be a beautiful uh -huh. facility when they finally get to kick off a game there and very oh, yeah. well deserved so excited for the hippos down there and now we head over to Malpal at the helm for america's favorite segment final thoughts Woo. This is America's favorite segment, maybe. It is. Uh, yeah. It should uh, be. It should be. Uh, <laughs> let's see. We will do a Republic of Football podcast today. Um, we're probably going to record around 2.30, so if you still have some uh, questions about college football, throw in some Texas high school if you want to. Um, go ahead and go to our Twitter. It's at DCTFCFB and respond to our graphic. I'll go ahead and quote it again so it'll be at the top of our timeline. But yeah, any question that you got, we're, we're going to take the second half of the podcast and just answer any questions that you guys have. It doesn't just have to be FBS. I got some about Sam Houston State as well. So whatever is on your mind, we will answer it. Love a good mailbag, man. You're you're hitting up two podcasts today. I am the podcasting I queen am, over there. I'm talking a lot today. I'm <laughs> <laughs> that's what I do for a living. That's, that's, <laughs> that's what I'm employed to do. Um, speaking of podcasts, since we're talking about this, also want to push y'all to go uh, listen to Ish and Matthew Bruni do our Texas yes. 24 podcast, which is our basketball podcast, and that thing is booming. Talk it's about fantastic. a great pair. They are so incredibly fun to listen to. Now that football is quote unquote over it's never over around these parts but we are in like prime basketball season mm -hmm. go ahead and yeah check out texas 24 because those two are they are a good time to listen to and if you yeah. need your ish fix there you go yeah he's <laughs> yeah he's on a uh, republic of football too so you will definitely get your ish that's fix a lot of if, yeah. that's a lot of ish but that's good we that's like a lot of ish 
Uh, do we? Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> That'll do it for us. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Make sure to like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's Instagram, instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's subscribe to our YouTube page, youtube.com slash Dave Campbell's TF. And of course, follow us on Twitter at DCTF. And then there's texasfootball.com, which is the host of everything that we do around these parts. So thank you again to coach Brad LaPlante and his quarterback, Will Hammond for Mallory Hartley. I am Ash. Oh, and Grev. Grev, thanks oh, for showing yeah. up, Grev. Uh, that's Mallory. For Mallory Hartley, I'm Ashley Pickle. Vince Young, please come get your Player of the Year trophies. We will see you tomorrow for the final episode of the week of Texas Football Today.